This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All investors. things value, all the Let's time. Let's keep it simple right now. We are all on lockdown, whether or not we're in the United States, Singapore, the UK, Germany, Italy, Spain, or whatever other country you may be in where you're sitting at home. If you're an investor right now, it's worth maybe spending some of the time you have looking around for some deals. That is, of course, if you may still be working from home or you're retired, so you're not relying on going to a job um, for your cash. So uh, everybody else who is still working, it's, it's worth looking around. So we don't have to get fancy here. Stocks are still off their all-time highs and uh, they're not that expensive. And instead of worrying about where the bottom is, let's just get back to where the basics are and that's trying to find excellent companies trading on sale. So now is the time for value. But what does that mean? What does it mean to say getting back to the basics, uh, especially in a global economy right now, which has come to a halt? What is the E in a PE ratio? So we don't know what the E might be, right? The price to earnings ratio usually works because the earnings are fairly easy to gauge. Um, but this time, not so much. So no one knows what the E is going to be. So maybe we use a different ratio right now. And value investors have a couple other options other than, than just the PE. So what if we looked at price to sales instead? Now, the price to sales, you know, that's the price to the company's revenue. Who knows what the revenues are going to be, right? That's all going to be cut. Um, that's going to go... In some cases, maybe possibly to nothing for at least a quarter, but hopefully a lot of companies are eking out something right here and there will still be revenue. But it may still be easier to use the price to sales ratio instead of that price to earnings metric right now to determine what is cheap. Because remember, the lower the price to sales ratio, the better. And the price to sales ratio uses a backward looking indicator of the last 12 months. So the price to sales ratios that are on stocks right now currently aren't even putting into any consideration really what's happening with the coronavirus and what's going to happen to the revenues there. So right now we're still kind of getting an interesting look at uh, pre-coronavirus, and hopefully that'll mean post-coronavirus once the sales come back with a lot of these companies, which they ultimately will come back. We will see the revenue rise again. Uh, so for value investors, what kind of ratio do we look at for price to sales ratio? You really want something under one because one um, indicates I'm paying a dollar for every dollar of the sales. So I'm basically getting the sales for what they're worth. But if I'm looking under one, then that means I'm getting the sales on sale, so to speak. So a price to sales ratio of say 0.4 means I'm paying 40 cents for every dollar of that company's sales. And who doesn't wanna do that, right? We all like to get things on sale. And if you can tell me, you know, oh, I'm gonna give you this $200 purse for $120, yeah, I might be interested in I'm looking at that. So that's what we intend to do as value investors. We're looking at those cheap sales 
There's some reason the street is, is discounting it, maybe be, because that company's in an area that um, nobody's interested in right now. They've fled it, you know, like energy. There were some energy stocks that sh showed up in the screen that I'm about to run. Um, but hopefully we're getting some other types of companies too that basically the street is just ignoring. So I decided to run a simple screen on Zax.com. I did still include the Zax ranks of ones or twos. That's the buys or the strong buys. We always include that to try to get the rising earnings estimates. Who knows what's rising right now, right? There's not a lot of companies where the analysts are bullish enough right now during the pandemic to be raising those interest rate or uh, the earnings estimates. So, but there's some um, because we do have ones and twos right now. So this is gonna be a little weird with the Zach's rank also included in there. It's gonna exclude a lot of companies, especially ones that just reported where those estimates are being cut now. Um, but there are still ones and twos. And so I included that. And then I just added the price to sales under one. This is the basic kind of screen. And it still gave me 243 stocks because there were over 800 ones and twos still going on out there. So a lot of stocks to choose from. I felt like that was a little too much for me to handle right now. 243 stocks with this basic of a screen. So I decided to exclude the smallest caps, those with a market cap under 1 billion, uh, just to get a more manageable list. And because the small caps could be a little more dangerous here during the coronavirus and what's going to be happening with their revenues. And I just feel like big is a little bit better here in 2020 as those companies, the larger companies have more access to capital to survive being shut down or the big dent in revenue they're about to see. So um, I excluded a lot of the small caps and we're just going for um, still some smalls because you could be like, you know, 1.2 billion. That's still kind of a small cap, but larger small caps mids and large caps are what's in this screen and then i still got 78 stocks so a pretty nice selection of stocks in that and i decided to just take a look see what i got there are some interesting picks in there and i picked out five that are kind of maybe working right now <laughs> in this economy so Let's dive right into it and see what, what is in this list. Um, okay, so the first one is Best Buy, ticker BBY. There is X rank two right now, which is the buy. Price to sales ratio is 0.37. They have a 15 billion market cap. They're down 27% uh, still year to date, but Best Buy, I don't know about you, but a lot of people have probably been ordering online to Best Buy. A lot of work from home essentials being ordered from there. You might even need like a new computer or something even, and um, you know maybe some lighting if you're gonna do some videos from home. And so you're gonna order those. First place you're gonna go to, to me, is probably Best Buy. Now, I did have a technological issue here in my house during this lockdown. Suddenly my Blu-ray player died and yeah you know it's not the most key piece of equipment that and many of you probably don't even own a blu-ray player anymore but i was doing old workout videos and playing music on it quite often throughout the day basically so it was getting more use than ever before and it just basically went kaput so what did i do i was looking on best buy to 
order one and get it, you know, shipped to me as soon as possible. So Best Buy, kind of interesting play here, um, cheap and of Zach's rank two. Okay, number two is not a surprise either. It's Costco, ticker COST, still cheap. Price to sales is just 0.85, market cap of 134 billion. Year to date though, these shares are now up 2.9%, so they've rebound a bit. So no longer as cheap as they, what they were. This is a, a play on the virus. Everyone knows that it is. So this is kind of one that is a value stock here from a price to sales ratio that is not hidden that everybody is knows about. But this is kind of a safety play right here. Costco, they've been killing it even before the virus. So um, you do want to buy the best on the retailers and Costco is one of those. Okay, third company is uh, was a little surprise to me because I haven't talked about it or thought about it even for a while, but it's all we're doing right now. Sprouts Farmers Market, SFM is the ticker. It's the Zach's rank number one right now. We're all just buying food. And since Amazon bought Whole Food, Sprouts is one of the few of the more um, upscale, uh, organic focused supermarket chains that are publicly traded that you can buy out there. SFM, as I said, is the ticker. Price to sales is just 0.4. Uh, market cap is 2.2 billion. So on the smaller side, uh, year to date though, shares up 0.1. They're flat to just barely up, but they are off the lows because I'm expecting these supermarkets to do real well right here as we've already heard from some of them. All that's selling is food, food and more food. And if you can find any of that toilet paper at any of these places, even, even at the Best Buy, um, you know, I hope you're buying it. So, yeah, Sprouts Farmers Market, SFM. Then we're going to switch a little bit of focus to the real estate area, the home builders, TRI Point Group made this list, TPH. I normally don't talk about them. I talk about a lot of the bigger home builders, but TRI is in California. They're based in Irvine and they're in 10 states, including Texas, Arizona, Colorado, Carolinas. I think Maryland was on there. Um, all the popular kind of hot housing market states. They are cheap. Price to sales is 0.4. And uh, small, like I said, 1.4 billion market cap, year to date down 32% still. Most investors are still staying away from the home builders here. Uh, nobody knows when they're gonna be able to go out there and buy and with the job losses, usually that's bad for the housing market even with low mortgage rates. But will the housing or will the job market rebound enough where the builders, you know, don't really have an issue like they would in a normal recession? We don't know. This is why everyone's ignoring the home builders. So as value investors, we're going to take a look. That's TRI Point Group TPH is that ticker. And then the fifth one, um, I almost got sucked into an energy stack because I thought it was more of a utility and it turned out it was an oil EMP, so we couldn't go there. So I had, had ejected out of that one. And I'm looking at SPX Corporation. SPXC, as in cat, is the ticker. And they do HVAC, heating, ventilation, cooling, some power transmission, they says. Um, but HVAC seems to be their main focus. These shares are down 34% year to date. Price to sales is 
0.9, so not as cheap as some of the others, but still we're paying less than what the sales are. Um, I also took a look at the PE on this one, 10.8, so that's cheap. They do have a low growth, low sales growth, as you might imagine with a company like this, like HVAC, but that's why we want to get it when it's down 34%, right? That's when value reigns. Uh, they are in 17 countries, so I'm not sure how they're getting impacted and how bad it's going to be by the shutdowns going on globally. But hopefully something like this will rebound going forward into the end of the year. So that's SPX Corporation, SPXC. So kind of an interesting mix, as I said, but 78 companies on the list. There were some financials, um, not a lot of other retail on there because, again, the Zach's rank is going to be cut on the retailers for the most part. Um, some of these reported a while ago, so and they're in the essentials areas or even Best Buy, I would consider working from home to be among the essentials right now. So um, retail that's in the essentials is doing well. A lot of the others are not. So let's recap the stocks again. Uh, Best Buy, we had BBY. We had Costco, C-O-S-T. Sprouts Farmers Market, S-F-M. TRI Point Group, the home builder, TPH. And SPX Corp, which does HVAC is SPXC. And sometimes it's good to just do these basic screens as value investors instead of getting overwhelmed on a stock market pullback as it is right here where you're like desperate to get something dirt cheap. Sometimes it's better to just do the basic screen and get cheap because that's what we always look for is cheap. And yeah, a lot of these stocks still are attractive here even with the rebound in the shares, even if we're not getting them at the very bottom. And also remember, think longer term than just the next three to four months. Think about what you're paying for these sales right here. It's pretty cheap, even if the sales are damaged for a quarter or two. Hopefully they come back um, and hopefully roaring back by the end of the year and into 2021. So the cheaper we can get them, the better. But uh, remember, you're thinking longer term. And so cheap is always good as long as we can get them cheap. So keep those things in mind and, um, you know, keep running your screens because that's what it's all about. And always, every week, I'm running the screens here on the Value Investor Podcast, and I will be again next week. So you don't want to miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe. I'm um, bringing you all the podcasts on a bunch of networks now. We're on SoundCloud, but you got to get us under the Zach's Market Edge. But that's okay. You'll get two-for-one podcasts over there. But if you just want the Value Investor, we are standalone on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, a whole bunch of other areas. I know a bunch of you are getting us on various platforms. Be sure to subscribe somewhere. And, of course, I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified 
identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's Investment Research as a whole.